Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. But guess what? We're heard all across the world wide web. I am super excited to have you. You know what? Just listening in today, checking out the show. Shout out to all those that are listening in that are hanging out on the phone lines. Hey there, we see you. Those that are listening in from all of our broadcast stations. Of course, our social media friends. Hey there. Thank you for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Charvette.com and our mobile app and iTunes users. We love you guys. And you know, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And I have my first guest that's hanging out with me here in the virtual green room. I'm going to be bringing her up to the mic shortly. Yes, 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 you know we love to spotlight authors, and this is another author spotlight that's kicking out and kicking off the top of the hour here at the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with Vita H. Green. She's a passionate teacher. She's a gifted author. She's a dynamic speaker. She's a graduate of Old Dominion University with a master's degree in education. She is a veteran teacher with nearly 20 years experience. Um, She's also the founder of Building Brighter Kids. But listen, she is here today to talk to us about her chapter of the newly released best-selling book, Anthology, Unchain My Legacy. And listen, you're going to find out what happened to Vita uh, in this book. You're going to find out how she lost her shine and how now her shine is brighter than ever before. You're going to get to hear all about her chapter in Unchain My Legacy. And then we don't want you to move because in the second segment, we're really excited uh, to be featuring uh, Richmond's own Mary Foley. Uh, she is a business coach. She's a speaker. She's actually a host of a podcast, a powerful uh, power plug podcast. Uh, she is Women in Charge, Bodacious Ventures, the lead of that. And I'm telling you what, she really empowers Uh, revs up women entrepreneurs with clarity, with confidence, and with consistency to generate the revenue that they really want. So Mary Foley uh, is going to be stopping by in the second half of the show. So you know what we want you to do. Go ahead and jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, jump on all of the places wherever uh, you are and tell them, hey, you should come and listen to the Charvette Mitchell radio show and you should come right now and check us out. So let's go ahead and jump right on in to our very first segment, again, uh, featuring Vita Green, one of the co-authors of Unchain My Legacy. Uh, I'm telling you what, Vita is here to chat with us. Uh, And as we've heard from a number of the authors, you know, this is going to be good. Uh, So coming up to the mic, her Mic is hot right now. Hello, Vita Green. Welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. <laughs> well, hello, Charvette Mitchell. Thank you so much for that introduction, girl. You made me feel like a celebrity. Listen, this is how we do it up over here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio I Show. See. <laughs> well, I am so glad. You know what? If you are one of those people, you're just just a 
awesome person. And even though we originally connected on social media, we've had the opportunity to just connect also in person at conferences and, and different things and some of the circles that we travel in. And so um, I just really appreciate your, your spirit. And so let's talk about you um, as far as writing. Did you always know or did you always think that you would write books or, or write chapters? Um, you know, Charvette, this is actually um, participating in this project. It came after my first book. I never in a million years dreamed that I would be an author, ever. Wow. But I can recall growing up, my mother, um, who was an educator, would make me read books and write reports in the summertime to keep my mind sharp. And I found this chest of all of the mm-hmm. book reports and the summaries that I'd written as a child in this chest. And I went through and I started to read. I was like, she didn't even read these things. She just made me do them to keep me busy in the summer. <laughs> she didn't even read them. <laughs> I don't even think she read those things. She just wanted me to do those. Uh-huh. And I think that all paid off because I would write wow. stories and have to do narratives and summaries. So, but I never thought that I would actually be a published author. I never did. Wow. And I'm so and excited to say that I am. You are. Uh, and so your first, uh, tell us about your first, the first book that you, that you wrote. Well, my first book is Building Brighter Kids from Kindergarten to College. And it's just a how-to book. I, I used to um, share information with parents and I would speak at workshops and people would say, well, do you have a book? And I was like, no, I hope you took good notes because I'm a speaker, <laughs> not an author. Uh-huh. <laughs> and people would ask me, do you have a book? Do you? I'm like, no, these are just things that work for my kids and help them to succeed in school. And I just want to tell you about them. I don't want to write it down. And that's really how the first book came about because everybody would say, I just, you have so much great information. Can you put it in a book? And so I said, okay. And that's how Building Brighter Kids came about. So that's the first book. It's just tips and tools on for parents to help their children do well in school and in life eventually. And in life. And I'm sure you have much to say on that and much commentary because if you've spent 20 years helping to, you know, build and educate our children. I'm sure that there are many uh, wonderful stories, some nightmares, <laughs> some, some celebrations <laughs> that you can share in your journey uh, as an educator. How has that played into really the other facets of your life, your education? How, that, how has that played into the, the author world and the speaker world um, that you're in as well? Well, I honestly believe that we are all given an assignment before we even get to earth. And Mm -hmm. I believe that my assignment, I was assigned to the mountain of education. You have different mountains, and I believe that the mountain of education is where I'm planted. And as much as I um, fuss and fight about every year with the the back-to-school commercials and things, I'm like, oh, school is starting (laughs) again. No, I'm not ready. But (laughs) when I step into that classroom and I see those children, I think this is what I'm called to do. So that in turn catapulted me into a position of you know what I think you know I love these kids and I treat them as my own but I really believe that if parents had some tools and tips that they could help their children it would be better for me as a teacher because I can't just you know I can't teach and be a mom and be a nurse and be a counselor so I'm equipping parents too 
So that yeah. really um, gave me that oomph. And then I have my mm-hmm. own children who are really bright kids. I'm not just saying that because they're mine, um, but they're really pretty bright too. And it's just, I believe that that whole, I was born. When I tell you I was born for this, my name means mm-hmm. wisdom and knowledge. Wow. Vita means wisdom and knowledge. So I was born for education. So all of this has just placed me strategically. I believe God has orchestrated and ordained my life for this very moment that I'm sitting in right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. That's good right there. Listen, you're getting a shout out from Facebook already. A visionary author of uh, Unchained My Legacy is listening in. Hey there. Hey, girl. Hey, Audra R. Upchurch. Uh, And she just resonated with, yes, we we all have an assignment. Uh, So shout out to Mm -hmm. Audra. Uh, that is that is listening in, and also uh, co-author uh, Tanya are more uh, listeners. You have heard from her; uh, she's listening into. Uh, so it's great, uh, and that's one thing I think that's really great about anthologies is that um, mm-hmm. you have you know this kind of camaraderie with uh, the other yeah. dynamic ladies. So tell us a little bit about like how many other ladies were involved with the project and people that you've been able to meet because of Unchain My Legacy. Oh, my goodness. Well, the visionary author, um, Audra Upchurch, um, is a friend of mine from way back. We go way back like lawn chairs. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) Quite a few years. Um, And this was her vision. She started with Unchained Me Mama, and then um, I wasn't a part of that project, and I missed it. And I was like, oh, but when she presented Unchained My Legacy, I jumped on it. Because um, it's me, it's 11 other women, so there are 12 of us in the book, and the relationship that I've built just by participating in this project, just to have those ladies support, not just for this book, but for building brighter kids, for my Mm -hmm. personal life, for um, connections and networking, I mean, it is truly amazing the way that we work together. There's some of us that are humorous and funny and lighthearted like me, and then there's the serious, let's get this thing done. We don't have time to waste, you know. So I have sisters from other misters that are part of my family, and we have just worked so well together. And our stories, it's almost like a stack of pancakes you know, one oh, wow. on top of the other, and then the syrup poured on top. It That's Audra. Audra's the syrup poured on top. And we have simply been rocking this thing. And so I have had a great time. And I have real sisters, blood sisters, but my, un, my Unchained, my legacy sisters, we're like, we're tight, and I love them. So this has been an awesome opportunity. Wonderful, wonderful. And you all recently had a uh, actual event right in the in the Tidewater area yes that's actually coming up um coming up okay. 28th it's coming yeah. up yes we're having um candid conversations with the local uh, Tidewater authors of Unchain My Legacy um there are six of us and we are meeting together at the South Norfolk Library in Chesapeake Virginia and we're meeting on Saturday from 10 until, no, from 11 to 1. I have to be there at 10 because I have to, you know, get myself together. <laughs> but from yes. 11 to 1. And uh, 
we are talking, uh, we're talking the real deal. You'll be able to ask questions. We'll be able to share our stories and give you some, you know, behind the scenes. What you're getting in the book is the story, mm-hmm. but you'll really get the, get the nuances when you are able to sit down with us and hear how we're connected, how we're breaking chains, how we're working together to create new, taking those chains and creating what I call necklaces now. We're taking oh, wow. chains, and chains and we're making jewelry. So um, we're excited. Um, and that's coming up on Saturday, actually. Oh, my goodness, J- July the 28th. So I'm so excited yeah. about that. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So uh, if you are in the area, uh, listeners, and of course we have listeners from all over, uh, you should connect there because you'll have an opportunity to connect with a bunch of the authors of Unchained My Legacy there live and in living color. If you just tuned in, hey, uh, you're checking out the Chardette Mitchell Radio Show. We're broadcasting live from Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the World Wide Web. So we appreciate those that are hanging out on Facebook and commenting and those that are on the phone lines. We see you and certainly all of our broadcast stations and charvette.com and iTunes and all that. We love you guys. So Vita, your chapter. So your chapter, tell us just in your own words, what is the synopsis of what you deal with in your chapter of Unchain My Legacy? Well, my chapter, um, we call ourselves the 12. So my chapter is chapter 12. And my chapter is now you see me, now you don't. And basically, as a child, I was extremely bubbly, optimistic, a go-getter, super confident. Um, you would even say cocky a little bit. Um, mm. There was nothing that I couldn't do if I didn't set my mind to it. I absolutely believed I could do anything I wanted to. And I got the love and the support of everyone in my circle. But then you go outside into the real world. And you have experiences with people who have expectations that you decide to trade your belief and your confidence and your, um, your purpose for their love and their acceptance. So you live up to their expectations. So in the chapter, I share how um, one particular relationship truly um, caused me to go into the shadows to hide behind mm. the clouds of their expectations and to snatch away my shine a little bit. And I lived in that relationship for a very long time and it impacted me in such a way that I didn't even realize that I wasn't shining anymore. But I, I, I found that shine when I realized yeah. that I was created to do something fantastic and exciting and explosive and to change this world through building brighter kids and I had to shine I had to shine and I had to regain my confidence I had to rebuild my self-worth my self-esteem simply because I allowed someone to tell me you're not good enough and I Mm. believe those words you are not good enough and in that one vein in my life, it, it impacted everything that I did and everything I put my hands on, I could hear in the back of my mind, you're not good enough. And I believed that. And I just let my shine hide behind those clouds. And even writing this book, this chapter, allowed me to shine through those clouds. The clouds didn't go away, mm-hmm. but shine pierced through the clouds. 
So I have children who I have unchained because I have allowed myself to shine. I have allowed myself to be me and to, to step into the greatness that God has created for me. He already put it in me when I got here. Before I even got here, he packaged me and put me on Absolutely. this earth with that Absolutely. purpose. So in writing this story, I know that, or in sharing my story, I know that I have um, broken the chains for my daughter, who will now stand in her own shine and her own truth without apology. It has released my son, who will in turn um, recognize the value and the beauty of a woman who can shine Mm -hmm. and not try to hide her shine. And my son, um, they will select women who shine bright and who they'll use that shine to illuminate their lives as opposed to trying to snuff it out. So that my chapter is the last chapter. And I think not, not that my sisters aren't great, but that chapter, when I read it, that last word, I was like, oh my gosh, it just, it just will send you on your way out into the world and say, you know what? I can conquer anything. I can conquer anything. So from beginning wow. to end, this book, ooh, I can talk all day, but I know I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unchain my legacy. Listen, they save the best. They save the best for last. And, and you know, I just want to stick, yeah. a, stick a stick a pin and a point of you know, often when we when we are growing up, you know, we sing sticks and stones can't break my bones. Uh-huh. Uh, sticks and stones may so, break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But I, I think we have grown to come. To find out that that is not accurate. Um, that, that is, not, is accurate. not accurate. And isn't it interesting how one, you know, one person's comment or phrase um, can stick with us? There could be fifty people, you know, shouting your praise, uh-huh. and one yeah. significant person who um, says something opposite, and 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 we go that other way. What what recommendation do you have? Uh, of course, listeners, we want you to pick up a copy of Unchained My Legacy. But what what recommendation do you have for the, the, the woman that's listening right now and they identify with, you know what, I've, I have played down my shine. I have, I have, you know, made myself a little smaller just so I don't feel intimidating to people or I don't feel like I'm too much. What are a couple of tips you would give that, that, that lady to kind of step out of that? Well, the first thing I would say is go back to your creator, whoever that is for you. Because there is somebody somewhere who packaged you and put you together who already has a plan for your life. My creator is God. And I know that I've had a blueprint for my life. And it doesn't matter what other architect comes my way to tell me the bedroom should be over here when the creator, the original architect, has already sculpted out my blueprint and said, no, the bedroom is going to be right here. I don't have to listen to that. So that's the first tip. Going back to who you know created you for a purpose. The second thing is what makes you shine? Everybody has something that makes them shine. And it's, re- it's connected to your purpose, even if you don't know what that purpose is. But what gives you some warm fuzzies in your gut and you go to sleep, wake up, you want to do it, you want to be it, you want to feel it, that's your shine. Find out what that is because once you connect to that shine, there'll be no one that can snuff it out. And then the third thing is find someone 
who will remind you of your shine, who can blow the clouds away. My sister is my wind. I call her my wind because every time a cloud comes in front of my shine, I call her and she blows Mm, that cloud away. And she tells me, girl, please, you got to get yourself together, girl. You got something that you need to do. So she's my wind. And so she blows the clouds away. So you need someone in your life that will blow your clouds away. And if you can't find anyone that's in your immediate circle, you got to reach up. You got to reach up and, and, and you will be you'll be provided with that person. And if it's not someone you know, get, a, get online, find somebody positive that'll speak positive things into your life every morning, even if it's YouTube or Facebook or, or whatever the case may be, but find someone that will blow that cloud away. That is good. I don't know if you're planning to write another book, but I think, I think you need to work on that because I have not heard that said that way. Someone to blow the clouds away. I think you need to you need to you need to make a note of that because <laughs> that, right. that's, I, I like that's that. good. That's good because I have not heard that. And well, you got to get the book because so... there's some other tips, girl. Some other tips yeah, in that yeah. book too. You no, got to get, get <laughs> yeah. You got to get Unchain My Legacy. I, you listen. You you got to yes. get it. But when I hear when I hear a word, I, I just I just like to make sure I stick a point there. So when it comes out mm-hmm. or when you when you're doing this big tour, then I can say, Well, we you know, the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, we 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 said it. We said it first. We said it first. So now, <laughs> so it was heard Vita, here first. That's right. It was heard here first. If you just uh tuned in, hey, welcome. You're listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web, hanging out here and chatting it up in our first segment with Vita Green, educator, speaker, author, uh co author and the new release bestseller Unchain My Legacy. Uh, so welcome to those that are coming on in. So Vita, let listeners know um, two things, how they can connect with you on social media and how they can, uh, you know, pick up a copy of Unchain My Legacy. Okay. BuildingBrighterKids.com is my website and my social media, Twitter at BuildBrightKids, Instagram at BuildBrightKids and um, Facebook the um, Building Brighter Kids, The Village, and also just Vita Hightower Green on Facebook. You can, you know, connect with me there. And if you want to get a copy of Unchain My Legacy, um, you can go to vita.unchainmylegacy.com. Um, you can get a copy there. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm making sure I'm getting all my things out. Did I cover yeah. everything, Charlotte? Because <laughs> yes, I get you excited. <laughs> No, this okay, is good. And good. listen, listeners, I have tagged uh, tagged Vita. So if you're hanging out on uh, on uh, Charvette.com, there's a great blog post that has um, some great information and a connection point for Vita. I've tagged her on Facebook also. So Facebook.com slash Charvette. If you're already connected with me, there's a there's a couple of posts there, and I've tagged her. So that's a great connection point. Um, so for speaking, so tell us a little bit about. Um, some of the topics that, you know, you're invited in, you know, for either conferences, symposiums, what have you, seminars to, to speak on and speak about. Well, for Building Brighter Kids, which um, I know I'll be back to talk about a little bit more, um, I speak with parents on creating a vision for their child. I speak on the what not to say to your children, and I help with workshops with parents to help build relationships. I'm the classroom connector. So I connect the classroom with the living room. 
So if you ever, if it's parent workshops, churches, any type of schools or organizations that have parents in the midst, I help parents help their children excel in school. So building, creating a vision, financial information about how to help your children learn about money. I'm all about teaching. I'm all about the class. Yes. And as far as Unchain My Legacy goes, I haven't quite yet launched into speaking about that, but women's conferences, I'm ready to share this story because I honestly, yes. now that I'm talking here and now, I'm like, you know, there are women out there who need to hear how to get their shine back. Absolutely. So I'm writing that down on my list of things to yes. do, it. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> Listen, this is, uh, this is propelling you because people do have an expectation. I say to new authors all the time, there is an expectation that you can speak. There is an expectation that you are able to verbally share what you have written, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in written format. And so definitely, listeners, I think you can clearly hear uh, Vita's uh, passion. So Vita Green, so connect with her if you uh, do have a women's conference or a symposium or something that would be fitting. And so what we're going to do, because really um, building, uh, you know, the the education side and building brighter kids is, you know, a really a whole show to itself. So I'm going to mm-hmm. have you back. I'm going to have you back and uh, another time to really dig deep and talk, you know, talk about that. Cause I know you've got some things in the works and really just fully share, you know, share on that side of your, on that side of your world. How about that? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and I forgot Charvette. I did not share the way to get your tickets for the event coming up on Saturday. Yes, please so do. I might share that it's, it's bit.ly um, forward slash candid convos. C-A, capital C-A-N-D-I-D, capital C-O-N-V-O-S, Candid Convos, because we'll be having candid conversations um, on that day. So, And I can also put it in the where you tag me. I'll share it there, too. Okay, fabulous. And that way, um, listeners, you know how to connect. Very easy, charvette.com slash charvette.com. You can go there or facebook.com slash charvette and connect. So my last question for you as we uh, begin to wrap up your segment, I'd love to ask my guests uh, something that's really related to the goal of the show. And the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. Wow, what continues to motivate me is my authentic self. Who Mm, I am supposed to be motivates me because I've hidden for so long. And um, although people know me with a big personality and Vita's funny and Vita is, you know, exciting and she never meets a stranger, but my authentic self, trusting my gut, going with my instinct, Stepping into the purpose for which I was created, that motivates me. That's who I'm running behind. That authentic Vita Lynette Hightower, who I was born to be. All right. And that's who you are running uh, behind. And that's good because there's a lot of people running behind a whole lot of stuff. Uh, but that's, uh-huh. that's who you're running behind your authentic self. Well, we have had a blast. Listeners, put your hands together. <laughs> Vita H. Green, uh, educator, author, speaker. Uh, and so we're just glad you stopped by the show and we will connect with you and showcase you further and more in the future. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Charvette. Thank you so much.
Oh, you are welcome. You're welcome. All right, listeners, uh, we are going to take a quick commercial break. And then after our commercial break, listen, we're keeping the ball rolling. We have a Mary Foley here with us. She's hanging out in the virtual green room. She probably has her red satin cape. Oh, you're going to hear all about it if you don't know about it. Uh, she is a business coach. She is a speaker. She is a podcast host. In her own right, listen, Women in Charge, Bodacious Ventures, that is all Mary Foley. She's coming right up in this second segment right after this quick commercial break. Don't you go anywhere. We're going to be right back. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Knowing your breath can save your life. Go to knowyourgirl.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Does your church or ministry have a website? Are you a local artist or author that has an established web presence? If you answer no to any of these questions, you're letting countless opportunities pass you by. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell Productions was created with your needs in mind. We will provide you with stylish and economical online marketing solutions. From email marketing to your own website, Mitchell Productions caters to ministries, nonprofits, small businesses, and special events. Check out our portfolio at Mitchell-Productions.com. In today's world, a website is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And Mitchell Productions can create your website in a stylish manner at a very economical price. Don't let business, customers, or new congregation members pass you by. Visit Mitchell Productions today at www.Mitchell-Productions.com. Let us showcase your organization to the world. Titans go to the movies. They know the best way to travel is safely. Hollywood, here we come! To keep your child safe, be sure to use the right car seat for their age and size. Exactly. We're finally on the big screen. Have a seat, my dude. For more information on finding the right seat, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Gotcha. That's a wise move. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We are excited. We are elated to jump into uh, this second segment of Richmond's own Mary Foley. I'm going to be bringing her up to the mic. I'm telling you what, um, such a great uh, reputation here in the city. You know, it's often, um, I, it's not often that I get to actually interview people that are in Richmond. A lot of times my guests are in other parts of the country and even the world, but uh, Mary Foley is here. Richmond's own, uh, listen, known for her insight, for her candidness, and for her humor. Uh, Mary Foley revs up women entrepreneurs with the clarity, with the confidence, and the consistency to generate the revenue that they really, really want. She's a dynamic speaker. She is a dynamic business coach. She's the host of the Power Plug 
podcast. And when she's not wearing that red cape, <laughs> guess what? She's sipping on wine at a Virginia winery. Uh, and so we're excited to have Mary Foley joining us here uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. I'm bringing her up to the mic right now. And we're excited to have Mary. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hey there, Charvette. Hey, listen, I just want you to know that really, um, you know, I can leave and go to Dallas where I was last week. And so I won't have to be in town and you can say I'm across the country. Okay. And there you go. And they'll be like, you know, not in your own backyard. You know, it's, it's so funny. Isn't it true that there's some great people most of the time where everybody lives and we go, oh, yeah, yeah, well, we did, yeah, we know that. That's fine. But I just really want, you know, Nancy, she's all the way across the country and her different, different across the globe. She's really fantastic. But anyway, I appreciate you having me on. It's great to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you and to be able to uh, to share you with our listeners. So, listen, you don't have to go jump on a plane, and there's probably delays because of the rain. So, you don't even have to do <laughs> you don't even have to do any of that. But um, let's kind of start from the beginning. Now, I said Richmond's own. Um, were you born and raised here? Or are you are we are we kind of claiming you now? Uh, well, you know, not too far from Richmond. I was actually born and raised in Williamsburg, Virginia. And uh, that is, of course, the colonial capital of the United States. And um, so was that, that's about 60 miles, uh, you know, from the now the state capital, of uh, which is Richmond, Virginia. So I am a Virginian at heart. My folks are actually, uh, they transplanted from Michigan, from Detroit and Dearborn, okay. Michigan, and set up shop in Williamsburg. And my dad was one of the handful of dentists. Uh, that set up shop there. So, yeah, you know, and the funny thing is, um, you know, your listeners, um, particularly in the United States, they'll know that Virginia is, as a state is shaped like a triangle. And uh-huh. I have been on every part of that triangle. Williamsburg's on one corner. I went to Virginia Tech in another corner. I used to live outside Washington, D.C. in another corner. And Central Virginia, boom, is where we are. I can't seem to get out of this triangle. You know? <laughs> We're not going to let you out. We are not going to let you okay. out. <laughs> but um, you have a really great, um, interesting past. So AOL. So you actually... Mm-hmm. Um, you actually ditched an engineering degree for a job uh, that paid eight dollars an yep. hour as a customer service rep at at AOL. Now you got to tell mm-hmm. us th- about this story and how that happened. Okay, I, I you know my parents are so proud too. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> can yeah. um, actually. All right, so yeah, I did work for AOL when I like to say now when AOL was cool. Um, so it was a little while ago, but. It was the Google of the day. So how that yeah. happened is is that, uh, you know, I, I graduated from high school, um, got the uh, opportunity to go to college and went to Virginia Tech. I mentioned that before. And I and I got an engineering degree, uh, industrial engineering. Some people want to know that specifically. But they go, wow, you got an engineering degree. And I say, yep. Now, here's the thing. The number one thing I learned about getting my engineering degree when I got and I graduated at 23 years old. And the only thing I really knew is. I did not want to be an engineer. Um, I mean, a great, respectable profession, but you know, it's it was an early, uh, early lesson, and you got to do what you love. You got to do something yeah. that really motivates you. It, and I could do engineering, and um, but it just really didn't make my heart sing. So because I didn't know what I wanted to do, I decided instead of going home to my small town that I grew up in, I would go to what I considered the big city. And uh, for me, that was metro. D.C., Washington, D.C. area, and so I moved up there, I and I literally, you know, 
you know, how we have relationships, right? They help out getting mm-hmm. a place when you first get out of college, and they help when you're building your business. Well, so I, I was able to rent a room um, got, um, from a, with a gal and to some other a handful of gals, you know, all in college age, uh, post-college, yeah. and uh, sharing the townhouse. So I said, well, I have to find a job. I mean, I literally wanted to find a job to pay the bills. That was my number one thing. I knew what my expenses. I need to get into the area, get a job, and start looking around and start, you know, doing that. So I literally uh, found this $8 an hour job, amongst some others that I you know, interviewed for at some small little unknown computer company to help people get online, like whatever that was, you know. Uh, <laughs> and I worked with computers when I was in college, but it was earlier early on but not how computers talk to one another which today we know is the internet and this is way before that but so I literally Charvette was like mm-hmm. okay I can live off of this for now and right. while I look around for you know a bigger company with better pay and, and certainly um, you know you don't go to engineering school to you know to be a customer service representative uh, at a company but right. I'm not putting it down it was just that I had bigger aspirations but I, under, I was okay starting you know at the ground level and figuring things out I thought I'd stay yeah. there three years um, I ended up staying there ten and a half and I will tell you, I went through a ton of change there. I mean, when I started, there were about 120 people in the company. And when I left, there were literally 12,000. And it was wow. Quantum Computer Services was the name of the company. At first, they changed their name to America Online and then shortened it even further to AOL. And so when I left, I did make some progress. I was making more than 8 bucks an hour. Um, that was good. But I was <laughs> yeah. actually the uh, head of corporate training. Uh, and the first person that had that started corporate training across the company and in that part I was very much responsible in particular for a lot of organizational cultural kind of work orientation and also Mm -hmm. the the management training program put into place and you know anybody who's ever been involved in in something like that where they get to influence an organization from kind of a, a very early stage of its growth whatever you put in place you know it's hard to undo so, or that yeah. it takes more to overcome it. So I felt the responsibility to get it right or get it mostly right. Um, and I felt like I did and I was, uh, in doing that. But it was a, it was also a personally challenging experience for my career. You know, it wasn't just the shot up. I mean, most people think of AOL that way. They might think of Google that way. They might think of Facebook that way. But I guarantee you, any company that has grown and multiplied, and, and when we do this when our own businesses – you know, it's more of an up and down and up and down and around the block. And, and you know, you you have to be willing to thrive on change. You have to be willing to make decisions, try new things, bounce back. Yeah. And uh, I survived over six layoffs um, when I was at AOL. And, you know, mm. some of my friends, you know, got cut. And, you know, people who get to keep their job, um, you know, it's not necessarily picnic either. So right. uh, it was a great lesson to um you know you you just cannot be the weak of heart but it also not all is lost like what what is your real security real security in business i think in career and life overall is particularly in business in your career i have a set of skills i can continue to build those skills i can continue to build my knowledge and i can continue to focus on what's relevant and uh, valuable out in that marketplace and as long as i have that and as long as I know how to communicate well and be able to articulate my value and, and produce and, and actually create some results, I can always 
create money, generate revenue, have a job. And that is very freeing once you really get a grip on that and you believe it. Wow. And I really think that background has definitely helped to to mold and shape you in the areas that you are in now where you are really helping women entrepreneurs because when you're in a company that's almost in this startup growth phase, you you have an entrepreneur mindset almost. Um, You you almost have have to have it. Yeah, versus going into a, a mm-hmm. stable company and they're just the trajectory is just going up. Um, so wonderful. So I wanted you to give that background uh, so listeners, you can hear this. You can hear this. And so you wrote a book. So tell us about you, the first book you wrote that you even wrote before you were 36. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I've written several books and, and I know there's a lot of people listening who have written their own. And I think it's always a great thing you were saying with the last caller, you know, we get, people want you to write it down and put it in yeah. that form, whether it's an electronic, you know, an ebook or whether it's a printed book. But there's a lot to be said about taking your story, taking your lessons learned, taking your expertise and being able to kind of put it in a form that other people can benefit from. So I, I appreciate that um, you saying that. So I, I wrote a book. My first book is called Bodacious Career, Outrageous Success for Working Women. And um, mm. the people go, why bodacious, Mary? I mean, you don't hear that term all the time, but <laughs> it was my personal rallying cry, honestly. It came from my own personal experience towards what ended up being the last several years I was with AOL. I was really um, trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. Did I want to stay with this company? Did I want to, you know, was it my time to kind of, you know, go, leave the nest, so to speak? I'd have had a great wow. run there, but you have to kind of know not only when to when to go in a new direction, you got to know when to leave the party, right? Um, and that's always yeah. a fine art in life. But um, I felt that this thing internally went, the company's going well, but I, my next adventure, my next thing, I just couldn't see myself there, it turns out. So, when I was doing that and I was facing, I was hitting the glass ceiling there. I mean, I hate to say it. It's a great company. It was a great company in many ways. But this one manager, my boss, mm-hmm. uh, had a little problem with being able to uh, consider me for, for growth. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I, once I really realized that and I probed it, I went, no, I'm not going to settle for that. So what's my next thing? So I was dealing with both that and and honestly I was dealing with a divorce at the same time you know hey let's just pile it on while we're at it you know and it was <laughs> right. um, seriously a friend of mine at AOL had given me a book and on the cover of the book uh, in in its title was the word bodacious and you know we you got to pay attention to those things in life that just kind of yeah. all of a sudden get your attention and that word jumped off the page and I just thought oh what a great word I mean it's just, it's it's fun. It's bold. It's about being gutsy. You know, and I often say you can say it fast, bodacious, or you can say it slow, bodacious. But you cannot <laughs> say it without cracking a smile on someone else's face, right? I and agree. So I was, uh, yeah, and I was at a point in my life and my career, I needed to make decisions, large and small, that were good for me. And they were gutsy. And you know, some people were going to like them and some people weren't going to be quite as happy, but I needed to do it for me and I wasn't sure how they were going to turn out. So I started using that term, I don't want to be bodacious. Here's a bodacious move. Here's a BOMO, I called it. and some. But that's how that word came into my life and it helped wow. me as my own rallying cry. And then um, over time, I uh, ended up, did end up leaving AOL. I decided to go to graduate school, and I was actually in grad school 
and I had the, and I was at that point that also divorced <laughs> and I'm trying and I'm recreating my life. And I decided I would write a book. I got, I, oh. that came out of journaling one day and I got this idea. And um, so that's how that was, was born. And I thought, I want to pass on my lessons learned about how to navigate an organization for your own personal career success. And, and I decided to do it directed towards women because, you know, I say because I am one. And I understand how being a female informs that experience. You know, those yeah. of us who had the uh, opportunity to go to college, there's a lot of courses we had to take. We did not miss the class that said how to navigate your career. It didn't exist, at least when I was right. in the group. So, <laughs> exactly. you know, and I wanted to say, here's the things that I figured out you need to do. And here's a, here's a couple areas I kind of messed up in. And I had, I really learned the most there. And I thought that, and I regrouped. And that's if that was, a, that was honest. Um, and, I, and that's how that was born. But now it, the idea was born. And anybody listening who's going, I've had an idea to write a book. I've had an idea to write a book. There's a moment where you have to decide to do it. And mm-hmm. I decided about three months after that first inspiration. And here was the time publishing was not as easy as it is today. And I said, I'm going to, I made a commitment to myself. I said, I'm going to write this book as best I can. And I don't care if I go to Kinko's and make 20 copies for my friends and family. I do not want any regrets that I tried. Oh, and yeah, no regrets. Um, it went be yeah, and it went beyond that. Um, but that's how it started, and and so that's what that book is about. It's really my lessons learned about career success in an organization, and then what came out of that book as as I was speaking on that, and I was doing some kind of mini workshops and such. Pe- women would say, "What does it mean to be bodacious in life?" Um, and, and so I wrote a second follow-on book called Bodacious Woman, Outrageously in Charge of Your Life and Loving It. And it was, it's really for any woman. She could be married, not married, you know, working, not working, children, no children. It's really more about as a female navigating this world and, and owning your, you know, your last guest said, want to be an authentic uh, to herself, mm-hmm. wanted to really be in touch with that and live it out. And there's, you know, that's a theme I hear again and again for a lot of women because it's true. And and it, it so that that was part of me, but I called it being a bodacious woman. So um, and then the the red cape kind of came out of that experience, too. You were talking about yes. how I wear a lot of red capes in public yes. sometimes, but I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, you know, I love the red cape. I, I mean, was, it's a man. You love the red cape? <laughs> yes. Listeners, if you're hanging out at Charvette.com, there is a, a picture of this red cape, that, and I know you're, you're seeing it. If you're not there, you can jump over there, and uh, you'll see it right there on, on the page. But, yeah, tell us how the red cape uh, came about and how you have attached that to your brand. You know, it, it, and, and it wasn't so much, and this is kind of, a, I think, a lesson to in business, too, is it uh, kind of like how Bodacious came out. It came from this, this place of I was just um, – it was just being being in touch with kind of myself. But I was putting together a presentation um, that actually was reflecting on this book, Bodacious Woman. And uh, I thought, you know, you, you, you need to do this. And you know this is a great marketer. You, you do this both for when you're telling a story or when mm-hmm. you're um, – trying to explain the why on something you know you have to go say well God, i don't really want life to be like this or some aspect of our business to be like this but then we go but it's like this instead right you want to show the <laughs> contrast and the feelings 
behind it because part of it is just it's not always just about the solution we have to identify oh yeah I'm in that place so I was trying to figure out I was kind of brainstorming with someone about how to kind of illustrate in a fun way in in literally in front of a group about what's that feeling and I thought the the idea of Wonder Woman came to mind I mean mm. it's a universally every woman I don't, and I found this to be no matter your generation, they get Wonder Woman. And because of the new Wonder yeah. Woman movie that has come out, there's a new one being created now, she's had a resurgence, um, specifically superheroes in general have, but here she shows up. And um, and so, you know, we want to feel like Wonder Woman. You know, we mm-hmm. just want to feel like we've got it all together, you know, really confident, and we know what we're doing. The reality is, we wonder what the heck happened to our lives. You know, we wonder <laughs> right. sometimes what, how are we going to get another client? We wonder how how we're going to generate revenue. We we just we just we wonder you know what we're going to have for dinner because you know and how right. we're going to make time to do it. So we most of our time we spend our times wondering, but we want to feel like the woman wearing the red cape. So I truly mm. believe that every woman is wearing an invisible red cape. And um, she would, because she's wondering a lot, but she's pulling a lot of stuff off, and she is figuring a lot of stuff out. And so I like to use that as a reminder um, in some of my presentations. And obviously, you know, you've got a photo there. Became I did a photo shoot and, and to for branding purposes, and I said, you know, maybe I should bring my red cape. Oh, my gosh, it's the most popular <laughs> photograph that I took from that session. You know, who knew? Um so that's what that that's really about, and it's to tap into and remember about how we really are superheroes. Yeah. And when we don't feel that way. I would say throw on your red cape and you know do a little Wonder Woman stance where your feet are spread apart, you know, and you put your hands on your hips and you go, okay, let's figure this out. Just be yeah. right back. and that's, <laughs> that's what, power. Pose. That's what we need to do. Yes. It is. It's a, oh. exactly Amy Cuddy. We, you know, TEDx talk. You can look that up. Yes. It is a, literally a power pose. Uh, and we, when we do that pose and we hold it for two minutes, put your little clock on uh, your timer on your on your phone. Your two two minutes all of a sudden feels longer. But literally, when we hold that pose and we hold our chin up and we put our chest back a little bit, we go that the the uh, cortisol hormone in our body decreases they've shown this to be mm-hmm. true and the testosterone um, increases in just two minutes it starts to shift because we have a different stance and so the cortisol that just simply means the cortisol um, is our when we're anxious and nervous that increases so that yeah. our nerves literally start to go down our belief in our gutsiness that testosterone can help um, support goes up and and we literally start to feel a little more empowered it's not it's science it's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Mary, I think you're going to have some ladies uh, that's listening going out to try to find a red cape or going to the fabric store and finding mm-hmm. some red satin. Uh, this is awesome. Listeners, if you just tuned in, hey, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We are here featuring and chatting it up with Mary Foley. Listen, dynamic business coach, speaker, author. She's been featured in the Boston Globe. She's been featured in Bloomberg, Business Journal, and much, much more. And now you're hearing her here live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Shout out to Shannon uh, Loy, who's listening in as well. Thank you so much uh, for checking us out and listening in live. And so, Mary, um, isn't it interesting how all of these steps, every step you've taken have really just led you further down the right road into where now you are helping mm-hmm. other 
women entrepreneurs. And so what are some of the ways that you work with women and, and services that you have available? Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and you're right. Everything can inform us of uh, what what we're doing now and what we can do in the future. And I love that. Um, yeah. So I've really decided in the last several years more than ever to really focus on women entrepreneurs. Um, and and that the reason is, is because one, you know, I'm like, yes, again, I am one, but and you you get this too. You you know how much it takes to make that dream come true, and yeah. you know you may have ta- uh, spent some time in corporate America or worked for someone else, um, and, and you take all of that experience and you can apply it to being an entrepreneur. But there's still aspects that there's no way you fully get unless until you do it all on your own, or you know you kind of take that leap, and so. Um, haven't been there myself, you know, still am, but, but I've learned a number of things along the way that I, uh, the reason I focus on what I call revving up women entrepreneurs, is it truly playing on this, on the, on the word rev and revenue? The biggest thing I've heard again and again over the years is I'm not making enough money. I'm not generating enough revenue. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how or what I'm not quite doing right or enough of and so if anyone's listening right now and go I feel that way you are so not alone and it's 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 you know if we could all live our Facebook life it looked like we're all having just a world of time and it's easy right or our right. life but the reality is is that it's not as clear and so right. where I focus in on is you know I do I do presentations and workshops I do coaching one-on-one, and I also have a small group, um, and I also do this Power Plug podcast that you mentioned, but particularly in my coaching work, which is probably the majority of the time I'm either one-on-one or in a small group that I do, we are focused on um, what's the revenue, what's the number, getting real clarity, and this is mm-hmm. where having someone who can roll up their sleeves with you and say, all right, how much money do you want to make this year or the next six months? All right, so what are the, getting real super clarity, what are the products or services that you offer already right now that you mm-hmm. can get towards that number? At first, it's a math problem, okay? And yeah. then what are the specific revenue-generating activities? I mean, they might look like marketing, they might look like PR, they might look like selling, they probably are all the above, maybe social media as well, but you put on the table, here's all the things I'm doing to try and connect with that with those clients and um, or those potential clients and to make those revenue numbers happen. So we kind of break it down as to creating what I call a simplified revenue plan. One of the biggest challenges is, is getting huge clarity on, you think you know your ideal client is, you got to get super uber. What are her problems or his problems? What, that's what they pay us for. I mean, to solve Mm -hmm, problems, mm -hmm. what are their emotions? What are their pain points? Why do they have those pain points? Yes. How are you different in you or how you're solving it than uh, others who could solve it potentially for them? So you can differentiate. And then also, you know, when you look at some people go, Oh, I want to make all this money. And then they're selling a product that's $99 or a service that's only $200. You, right. you can't do the math enough. You got to like, let's refig look at that. But then all the options for marketing and all the options mm. for reaching out can be overwhelming. And we feel like we should be doing this and should be doing that. So we really sort through and have the short list, I call it. And then the magic, as you know, is, you create after you create this short list, you got to do it again and again and again and again and again and again. And it, so there's a lot on accountability and and repetition because you also learn and you tweak through that. So t- 
that's yes. really, you know, in some ways it's not, it's not like a mysterious formula, but I'll tell you that it's hard to sort through it all by yourself. And, um, and one size does not fit all. So, so and that's you where know I really add the value. I love that. I love that. And clarity, I've just got to, I've just got to say this. That is the biggest issue I see. And I'm so mm. glad that mm-hmm. you just pulled that up and out. It is the biggest issue. Someone posted in a Facebook group the other day that I commented on, and they said, what are, what, are, what are some of the first things you should do in business? And people were putting things, oh, get business cards and do this and do that. And I posted one word, clarity. Like, you've got to have yep. clarity. What are your products? What are your services? Yep. Who are you serving? And I'm finding a lot of people, what's happening is they, they're jumping around, and it's because they don't have clarity. And so that's why you need a business sure. coach like yourself so um how can people connect with you and you know just find out a little bit more and and know how to learn more about what you have to offer well i appreciate that well my my website is maryfoley.com and foley is f as in frank or fabulous depending on what you say uh (laughs) o-l-e-y um some people think it's folly no that's a whole nother thing it's (laughs) f-o-l-e-y but i also um one of the ways that I connected, I think it's an easy way. A lot of people are on Facebook, and I've got a Facebook page. If you go to, you know, Facebook.com, Mary slash Mary Foley Rev Up, R-E-V is in Victor, U-P. On that page, I do um, – it's a great way to connect and an easy way to connect with me. And an easy way to – I put it out there as a resource to both encourage people. i got red red cape business tips I'll put up there. I'll have uh, some Facebook Live things, some questions, some insp- inspiring quotes. Um, you can find out about my coaching services there as well. It's, I think it's a great central place. On my website, going through a little redo. Boy, don't you think that that's the whole thing. But if you go to maryfoley.com slash <laughs> coaching you can find out particularly about the one-on-one coaching uh place and and anyone listening right now says i just want to talk to you and i want to explore i want to share with you what's going on with me and just understand maybe there's a tip or two you can offer me feel free contact me either on facebook or through my website maryfoley.com and i i'm i'm happy to do that um and and have you know, take 30 minutes on the phone and have that kind of consultation. But I'll, I will warn you, we will dive quickly deep. I really want to give you some value. So I say you got serious takers. Let's, let's do it because um, your time is valuable and, and, and uh, so is mine. And I really want to make things happen for people. All right. I love it. And I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Serious takers, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and so uh, I have tagged this page. So you all that are uh, connecting with me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Every time I posted about this segment, I have tagged Mary Foley revving up women entrepreneurs. So that's an easy connection point right there. And if you're hanging out on Charvette.com, mm-hmm. I have her website link right there. So you can easily connect uh, those that are listening live and those that are um, catching us out, catching us in the podcast, iTunes, However you're listening, we appreciate you. Wow, this time just flew uh, flew by. I've got to ask you uh, a question that I love to ask all of my guests that come through because the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues mm-hmm. to motivate you, Mary. The biggest thing that motivates me now in particular for, for and why I really want to, as women entrepreneurs, is that as it, we live in such an amazing time, particularly mm. as women, to be able to create 
something that really we feel has a passion and a purpose uh, and a, and we're, uh, we get to create and direct our own destiny and and by and being able to generate and, and revenue or money not only money to live on but to contribute to you know our communities and to and really to me that is such a core part of being empowered and so i am motivated by helping women to realize that dream i love what reba mcintyre said recently she said to be successful in life you need a wishbone so you need a dream you need a Uh backbone you need some guts and you need a funny bone so let's keep it you know let's keep it laughing but that's why i do what i do and why it continues to motivate me when it doesn't then i'll I'll well, there you go. That was great. Thank you so much. Um, that is a wrap for the show. Our producers have let us know to wrap it up here. Listeners, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Charvette. <laughs> Thanks, Mary, for stopping by. And we'll see you guys in the next segment. Bye. Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.